0: Good afternoon and thank you so much for being with us. Coming up on the show today, we're going to talk more about a first of its kind in Canada, TransLink, launching a program where employers are... Encouraged to pick up at least half of their employees' transit pass costs. Will employers sign on to this deal? What's in it for them? We're going to check in with the CEO of TransLink a little bit later on in the show. We're also going to find out why a Canadian woman had her flag confiscated while she was watching a World Cup game in Qatar. So that's coming up after the 1 o'clock news. We are starting, though, with an update on what is happening with the amanda todd case as you'll recall the man on trial for uh, being a predator for for harassing amanda todd online was recently handed a 13-year sentence in a court in this province but there are now concerns he may never have to serve that time and joining me to talk more about that is amanda todd's mother carol todd carol thank you so much for being with us
1: Oh, not a problem. Always a pleasure.
0: Can you talk a little bit about uh, the latest in this? I think people will remember uh, Aidan Coban getting a 13-year sentence and a lot of people thinking uh, very pleased that the sentence was more than what even Crown was asking for. But can you talk to us a little bit? You now have concerns about whether or not he's going to serve that time.
1: Yeah, we were all very happy that... He got 13 years, which was more than um, Crown Prosecution asked for indefinitely, not what defense asked for. So we all left the courts that day um, jubilant, I guess. And during the time, about a week later, I received or I saw a news article printed from the Netherlands from a reporter that I've met before, and she'd done some investigation and it came out that... um, there's a, there was a possibility that, due to Dutch laws, Aiden wouldn't have to serve any of the Canadian sentence. Now, that's really difficult for some people to understand. It took me a while to process it. And so in Dutch laws, you can't be reconvicted, resentenced, re-imprisoned for a crime that you committed that's similar to another crime you committed in the same time period. Does that make sense? hmm So um, Amanda, him victimizing Amanda happened at the same time he victimized his other victims. Um, so that's the fear. The 13 years he got in Canada will be brought down to zero. But I, we don't know. Maybe the courts will do something different. Maybe the extradition lawyer that this reporter talked to was wrong. We can only hope. So we'll have to wait and see
0: what happens. Did you get any sense then from your legal team or, or Crown, I suppose, here in that you would think they they would have known that when pursuing the case and when getting this conviction, that that they would have known that there was this law or Dutch law that, that might have come into play?
1: I've thought of that, too, um, especially back. Um, 8 years ago in 2014 when it was first announced through the RCMP press release that a man had been caught and that man ended up being Aiden Caban. And then we found out that um, Canada was gonna, going to pursue extradition of him so he could stand trial here. I would have thought they would have known all that. But I don't have those answers. I mean, that was 8 years ago and the process has been long. Um, my, the other question that pops into my head, too, is that no one knew if the trial was going to end up in, with a guilty verdict either, right? Right. So um, the bright light in all this, and I look at the half empty, half full, the bright light in all this, even though our we've gone, if you get nothing, um, I mean, our family's gone through this part of it for eight years, right, is that the guilty verdict 13 years the other um standards the judge put in place um is good for moving forward with other exploitation um child sexual offense trials that might go forward from here on in um case law has been set with the 13 years that's that's. i mean Some people may think that's not very much, but when you look at old prior cases, 13 years is a lot. So um, it can only raise that bar also, um, and it it gives just judges um, something to look at to um, convict and sentence other people, other predators. So that's a good thing.
0: That is definitely that that this case, like you said, has has set precedents for for any potential cases. It must, though, leave you with with some sense of anger. Or I don't know if that's the right word. Having gone through this portion of this, getting that thirteen year sentence, and then hearing that it might not happen at all.
1: For me, it's frustration. <laughs> frustration that that the laws are like this um, against online sexual offenders and sexual offenders, exploiters, whatever, because the message is we shouldn't let them get away. And and what my anger moment is, is that if he doesn't get any time in in the Dutch legal system, um, how's that going to look on them in the Netherlands? Because he's a sexual offender, right? Um, the laws in Europe are, are really different. And I was, I've been trying to find out if um, even there's, a sex, sex offender registry in Europe, and I don't believe I believe there's many countries out there that don't have it at all, unlike Canada, right? So right. Canada has done its due diligence with with the trial, with the sentencing, with the conviction, um, and he was on a temporary. We, the Canada temporarily borrowed Aidan Coban for this trial, and so we can't keep him. that reason Um, and so now it's back into the Dutch system but I would hope that I hope that we're wrong right right because one one I stared at him and (laughs) I looked at him for nine weeks plus and in my mind there was not an ounce of remorse there was not an ounce of realization that yes I'm guilty there was just a smugness of of him walking into the courtroom and walking out of the courtroom that I saw. And in my heart of hearts, when he's released, and if he doesn't get any Canadian time in the Netherlands, he may be released on early parole next summer, or he will be released in finality, like his sentence will be finished the summer of 2024. And he'll be let out to do whatever he does best, which is predate on young children and or children and um, adults. And what is the
0: status right now? Because, and you touched on this, I would imagine there would be people that say, well, wait a minute, he was sentenced to 13 years in Canada. Why not just serve that sentence in Canada? Uh, you mentioned why that can't happen. Where, where is he right now? And as far as being sent back to the Netherlands to deal with whatever is going to happen there?
1: Well, I understand. In the sentencing hearing, um, defense mentioned he was in the North Fraser um, pretrial center. Remand Center, so I assume that's where he is. Um, on October 14th, I was sentencing. Um, it was stated that that the system, our, our legal system, had 45 days to get him back home, which is in the Netherlands. Um, today is like day, I don't know, 41, maybe? Um, I, th- I calculated about that either day 44 or 45 would be Um, on November 27th and November 27th is, would be Amanda's 26th birthday. Hmm. So, um, we only have a few more days that he could possibly be here because, um, under, under the laws, he has to be home. I don't know what happens on day 46. If he were here, I really don't know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But when I was sitting in court, it didn't sound great, but you know, he shouldn't be here on day 46. So I, I wonder, you know, is he gone or, and no one's told me? Um, or has he landed at home? I don't know. I'm just waiting to see what, what happens.
0: Is there a requirement or, or was there an agreement that you would be told when he is sent back to the Netherlands?
1: No, I just asked. Right. You know what? I've gone through this. And I think of this as, you know, Amanda's story from day one, how, how, you know, the evening of her death and her video went viral and all the different parts of Amanda's when she was alive, how it, it, her story's been told and how it's helped or um, how people have gravitated towards it. And so I, I just can't leave my this story in the courtroom. I need to know... Um, When he's back there, I want to know when the hearing is. I want to know what happens. And I definitely want to know um, when he gets set free, right? Yeah. Um, Because others have said to me, you think he'll go back online and then start, like, find me and harass me. And I never really thought of that. And that could be a possibility because Amanda's case has made his life more difficult. And it also put his image out on um, media, because um, we got the publication span of on Amanda's name listed so his picture could be published because in Dutch in the Dutch laws or in the Netherlands they weren't able to put a picture of him or even print his last name according to their um, media standards. so because of Amanda's story, his first his last name pictures of him pictures of his home and where he lived, and all these details came out. So the world knows mm-hmm. that Aiden Caban is an pred- international predator now. And <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't like me Kaban. Uh, he no. picked the wrong mom to pick up. <laughs> he, he, he picked the wrong girl, and the girl had, Amanda had the right mom because we persevered in um, bringing exploitation, extortion to light, right? So Amanda's, Amanda's name is known globally for what happened here.
0: Well, uh, I hope, like you said, that maybe that uh, was a mistake, that uh, he won't serve that time in the Netherlands. But Carol, we will definitely be following along and following up on this. And thank you, uh, as always, thank you so much for talking with us today.
1: And thanks for being so open and receptive and, and sharing the story, because it's about awareness, right? We learn, we learn about awareness through real-life stories. So. You're you're all you're a part of that too.
0: All right. Carol, thank you again so much.
1: Okay. Thanks.